0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we move from the league to Europe and with the cup just around the corner as well. Rangers must deal with Red Star Belgrade before worrying about Dundee with Celtic now getting midweek rests. Scott Brown leaves Aberdeen and Scotland's World Cup playoff with Ukraine is now officially off and rescheduled for June. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Hugh Kevens. Football, of course, is very much of secondary importance compared with what the people of Ukraine are going through at the moment. Postponement was the only humane decision that could be reached under the circumstances. I just hope the match does eventually go ahead in June because it'll show that the people of Ukraine are ready to think about football. Once again And on a happier note We've still got a weekend Of domestic football To argue over I'm here on a Tuesday Not a Monday But then Dazzler I'm always being told I don't know which day of the week it is yeah. You've gone up in the world Delighted Trading yeah. Hannah for Kevens Delighted yeah, Honestly what Del- an upgrade To work with someone Of this man's experience I'm delighted to be standing Next to him tonight I'm fed up of Hannah anyway uh, <laughs> But Got to say Gordon uh, We called it the business end uh, The weekend there uh, The season uh, With the fact of the league games We're now looking forward to the cup games And we've got some exciting games there And a big game uh, um, For Hill tonight For Partick Thistle against Queen of South in the Championship It is all happening 01419511025 You should know the way a Tuesday night works You either get the dregs of the weekend's opinions The ones that you've not quite been able to shake off Things that are still bothering you from the weekend Or we look forward Rangers fans Clearly Looking ahead to European action On Thursday That should be quite the occasion So whatever it is That's on your mind this evening Let's hear it 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter uh, And this is where it changes Of course The Rangers are in Europe Celtic are no longer I wonder what impact That has on the title race Maybe that's a question To get you up and running I mean I get look, I get the obvious side of it That Celtic are rested And Rangers will not be Is it as easy as that? Is that the way it plays out? Or has football changed a bit And you'd rather be fighting On a couple of fronts Big squads All the rest of it What's your take on that? What impact If any Does Rangers being in Europe And Celtic Not being in Europe Have on the title race? Now that's to both sides Clearly Rangers fans Is that something that worries you Or is that a bit of a cliche Celtic fans Is it something you can take advantage of Or again Is it a bit of a cliche You can tell us 01419511025 I'm going to get you the inside track On Red Star Belgrade Very soon As well So pick up that phone Let us know your thoughts on that Ronnie is a Rangers fan Who is First up this evening How's it going Ronnie? Evening panel Can I speak to you please? Oh he's listening He's listening Ronnie Sure um Thursday night's game coming up with Rangers and Serena Sadiba, who used to be the old Red Star Belted. Um will start that game with the team that finished the second half against Dortmund when I don't know if it's lucky or a good management. Um, and also before you before can I update my half to Andy Murray who's donating all his cash for the end of the year to UNICEF to Romina. I was Ronnie, the line's a bit ropey, by the way. Nice sentiments on Andy Murray. Yeah, I would certainly yeah. agree with that. Um, but the line's a bit ropey, Ronnie. You've got other phones ringing in the background. You're clearly <laughs> a very busy man. I uh, think they, they there all... was a point in there, though, Hugh, about Rain- Europe already. Ronnie's setting his sights forward, wants to 
See the same team that finished against Dortmund That, that clearly was a high point wasn't it And you can understand that the wish to repeat it I don't think you should second guess Giovanni Van Bronckhurst When it comes to team selection We can't second guess him when it comes to substitutions He gets criticised for making too few Then he gets criticised for making too many um, So I, I appreciate that the team who finished against Borussia Dortmund On a memorable night at Ibrox They're fixed in your mind However there's been some football played since then And they might not still be at the forefront All of them uh, mm. Forefront of uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's mind I, I think that uh, Rangers go into this one Mindful of the fact that Red Star Belgrade Like themselves are in the last 16 of the competition You should be fearful of no one But respect everyone Don't assume that because you put out Borussia Dortmund In the last phase of the competition That Red Star... Are a downgrade Yeah football has been played Since then Gordon mm. But you can understand Where Ronnie's coming from It feels to Lots of the Rangers fans Like the high point Of the last Whatever that would be Few weeks Clearly I think That's the high point Yeah um, And Ronnie's Looking at the performance In the second half Against Dortmund And the fact that The manager changed To a back three um, They were excellent uh, Balogun in there Gives them that bit of pace In the left centre back But since then he goes back to his, his tried and tested back four. He seems to be a manager that likes a back four. Change for Dortmund because Dortmund were causing problems. He needed to go to a back three and push Bassey and Tavernier right up the pitch, which worked for him. Kent come off. Morelos was excellent that night. I'll be interesting that it's okay saying, oh, we should start with that team and start with that formation. But he'll have done his homework, um, you know, with Restar Belgrade. He'll know the way they play and it's best to go with a four or go with a five at the back with the two bing backs high. That's up to the manager to make that decision. Since they played Borussia Dortmund, of course, Rangers are hoping to bring their European game to the European tie, not the domestic game, because since Borussia Dortmund... I don't know whether it's a, a reaction to Dortmund, but they went to St Johnston. Okay, the pitch was horrible, but Rangers' performance was less than dazzling. They played Aberdeen at the weekend. They needed Kamar Roof to get them out of jail mm. after 91 minutes. Uh, so, yes, the Borussia Dortmund night was one to remember for a long time, but mm. their form since then has dipped. Ronnie, what impact does Rangers being in Europe and Celtic not being in Europe anymore have on the title race? Do you buy into that stuff? Well, they have got a bit of strength and depth and I do look at the bench and they have got a bit of strength and depth in the squad but they'll need it if they get through this winnable tie. Now, they're all big games, eight league games, Scottish Cup, Europe, Europe, Europa Cup, still to come. These are big, big squad but it's a time of the year where you need to use your whole squad. Yeah, that's it. I mean, look, it's a, a wonderful problem to have, Hugh. I just... Yeah. I hear it all the time You know We keep hearing that Rangers will be Well Fatigue wise You know They've got a harder job on They've got more games Celtic Can rest And can so called Focus on the league But they, they would have rather Still been in Europe I'm sure Yeah Is it as simple as that That's what I'm hoping to find out From the fans This evening Is it as simple What impact Does Rangers being in Europe And Celtic not having The title race for you Nothing is simple If it, Rangers make the last eight Then there's no Subconscious worries about fatigue If Rangers don't make the last eight And don't play well against Red Star Maybe the aches and pains Are felt by the players Celtic having free time Great for Ange Postacoglu However Next game up 
After Dundee United In the Scottish Cup Ross County The only team of late To have won three games On the bounce In the Premiership mm. Malky Mackay At Ross County The direction of travel Is upwards So Celtic can take Nothing I for don't granted th- I don't think fatigue will come in and the reason why I'm saying that Because it's massive games Coming up Right And you've got eight league games left You're going for a title You're in this quarter-final Scottish Cup To get in the semi-final And go for another trophy You're in this this with a winnable tie As Ronnie quite rightly says The biggest problem with the amount of games Will not be fatigue It's just the, 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 the they're running that um, Risk of injuries To top players Because you're playing well, that's, that, that many that games That can be fatigue though Injuries can be caused by No I, I'm, to, I'm talking about fatigue With the fact that you're off the pace And you're getting tired in games And stuff like that The games are catching up I just think the excitement of the games Every game mm. Packed houses at Ibrox And the, the European one as well So I think that takes you on It's just the, the niggly injuries mm. To For key me, players So, so, in, so in, a, in a nutshell Neither of you think that Rangers being in Europe and Celtic not being in Europe no. damages Rangers' title credentials and boosts Celtics. If Rangers go out, then subconsciously one or two begin to feel the aches and pains and think about the word fatigue. If Rangers go through the mm. last eight of a European competition, the whole place is jumping. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I get that psychological I'm a bit side of it. At, at the same time, yeah, I'm a bit. In the a, fence. a tough schedule is a tough schedule, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a bit in the fence because. I look at Rangers' situation It's brilliant for our supporters It's brilliant That they think they can go on now And really be a a force in this competition Which they can be after beating Dortmund But if you're Celtic sitting there going Right on you go Keep going Keep going Because we're sitting here We're preparing From Monday to the Saturday or the Sunday uh, Whatever it may be Obviously they've got a cup game the Monday I understand that But they've got the full week to prepare Rangers of game after game after game It's a bit of um, Yeah, you would like to be in the competition But I don't think Celtic are too worried about it Okay um, I thought Celtic were tremendously focused on Sunday Against Livingston uh, Because they realised the importance of the game I thought the Celtic supporters Who must have formed 95% of the crowd at the Tony Macaroni I thought they were incredibly focused as well uh, and that's the mindset that both of them need to have now. Eight league games left. You have to approach it as if your life depended on it. Uh, okay, thank you to Ronnie. So we're getting a bit of a flavour of it so far. What do you lot think out there? This is now the start of it, if you like. Rangers are still in Europe. Celtic are not. They've both been in from the start of the season up until now. Does it impact the title race? Is that all a cliche? That stuff that you know, you, if you're out of it, you can focus and you won't be as tired. I don't know. You tell me your. Uh, interpretations of it all 01419511025 James uh, is a Rangers fan next up what do you think James does it impact the title race in any way if so oh he's disappeared what's happening here the technology Hugh see yeah. if we just dial people up on a Nokia yeah. you'd be straightforward listen I've got a screwdriver here I'll come round there and fix that maybe <laughs> I don't know he keeps appearing on my screen and then disappearing off the screen who knows uh, I think maybe he's lighting up Hugh that's Whoa, generally yeah, well. Uh, Hello an, James An encouraging sign James can you hear us? No not yet mm. Not yet Gordon DL you want to There we go I think we've got him James can you hear me? Hi good evening gentlemen How are we doing? Wonderful The beauties of live radio James What do you think? The title race Does it Is it impacted in any way By Rangers being in And Celtic being out? Uh, I think there's, um, there's definitely A lot of strain Going to go in the squad With this one But I just remember back When um, Walter Smith Got to the UEFA Cup final That 
um, from all accounts, it was like I think 13 or 14 games across six weeks and game day off, where game day off, and it kind of brought consistency, but it was very much there wasn't really training, um, just setting up a team and get out. So I kind of hope that plays in our benefits, but yeah, I think the, the extra games and it's, it's certainly a big strain. Earlier on, Gordon, that you said, um, obviously, I think Celtic would still like to be in Europe. Um, not in a bad way, but I think after um, team selection in the last game, I think they're quite happy to go out of Europe at this stage because they can focus on the league. Yeah, uh, Hugh, that's the thing James references it We've got a couple of case studies If they're relevant, I'll leave that yeah. up to you Celtic, UEFA Cup Final Rangers, UEFA Cup Final Neither of them won the league that season Yeah, Is that linked in any way? I'll let you decide Well, I, I remember being at uh, Kilmarnock After uh, Seville Celtic uh, didn't score enough goals Rangers went on the rampage Against Infermen at Ibrooks. Um I think Ange Postacoglu would not mind still being in Europe. I think for supporters, they seem to think that being out of Europe equates with having less to worry about, less games to play, less risk of injury, and therefore it helps you in terms of trying to win the title. I I just don't think... They've still got to play Rangers twice. Rangers will say they've still got to play Celtic twice. As I say, Celtic's next game in the league... Malky Mackay's Ross County Who have won three in the bounds uh, Celtic needed a very late Anthony Ralston goal To beat Ross County the last time So I do not believe there is a Ready-made formula Rangers are still in Europe Celtic are out of yeah. Europe Therefore Celtic will win the title I just don't believe that's the case Yeah, what are we 14 and 19 years ago Gordon, that's the, the closest we've got though To examples um, I, had, I had a look so I was I was curious I wondered whether um, You know for instance When Rangers went to Manchester Are they carrying a much bigger squad now For instance And no. I had a quick look at the number of players That they used that season uh, Compared to the number they've used this season And it's very very similar uh, Very similar indeed So um, I, I don't know Does it Arguments for both Gordon If you're sitting a Rangers player uh, Supporter Financial As well for a club you're thinking, yeah, great to be in this tournament. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, of course. Like Tra- I said, that's a nice problem to yeah. have. You, you, I'm not wanting to spin this as if Celtic should celebrate by failing to get through in Europe. That, that's not what sport but is. But you're it's looking, about. you're looking at probably a massive season with eight games to go, neck and neck. Celtic three points in front, very close indeed. Um, if I if I was had the choice, if I was a manager. I would probably go with out of Europe and you know just prepare Monday to to Friday for a weekend games. If we're talking solely about the title race, yes, but bigger picture, you want to be in Europe, don't uh, you? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. There are arguments with that because yeah. Rangers, the, the further they go into the tournament, the mm. excitement, the fans, the money, everything. But you've got travelling J- in that as well. James, will it require then the, the the squad to really be used, be rotated, all step up to the plate then? Because it was only this time well, last week. In fact, last midweek. Uh, when lots of your fellow Rangers fans were on wanting, you know, more substitutions made and, and not have the same players uh, going to the well all the time, is that something that will need to happen? Yeah, definitely. And I think when you, I remember back to last season when Gerard was making changes in the midfield and up front, etc. Comment after comment was regarding it doesn't really matter the team is out. The, the team can't perform the same way and the same kind of tactics and the same high level. So that's the kind of level we need to attain this season or in this period. Because, yeah, we, we can't have um, Jack playing every game because I'd say right now he's probably a best midfielder, but he just seems that 
that close to another injury. Lundstrom has been great, but again, if we keep running him every two days, yeah, we need people like Kamara and Davis to come in. We need Scott Wright to step in and Sakal, etc. So, yeah, 100%. We need to, we need only to achieve the achieved last season by bringing that high standard regardless who's the shot. Good man, James. It was nice to speak to you. Hugh Keevans does not think Rangers still being in Europe and Celtic being out has any bearing. On the title race Gordon Diel's got splinters He's on the fence He says uh, What about you lot out there 01419511025 Tell us right now And I'll get you the inside track On Red Star Belgrade next as well You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans is here Don't worry it's not Monday You've not gone back in time He performed the old substitution With Roger Hanna They swapped and it's Hugh Keevens looking after Gordon DL on mm. the show tonight. 01419511025 to get in touch. Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're asking because we're now in that new situation where Rangers are in Europe, Celtic are not. Both been in all season up until this point. So does it impact the title race in any way? Hugh's not buying it. He doesn't think that Rangers will get tired or anything uh, like that. Gordon DL's a bit unsure, been a bit of a mix on the phones as well. So let us know. Uh, what you think And I'm about to get you An inside track On Red Star Belgrade But first up Dell Is a Celtic fan From Paisley what, what do you think Dell Are your team's chances Of winning this league Enhanced Because Rangers Are, are still in Europe Hi lads First time caller Good to have you um, uh, Good to be here uh, Well I'm You know listen, I've been listening to you For I don't know As many decades As, as, as he can declare But uh, <laughs> I, I would possibly say About four or five decades uh, I'm not saying I pushed him in his pram because he might have pushed me but joking aside uh, my, my point is with you I, I, I completely disagree I think if there's eight games to go each and Rangers have got two extra games which is ten in Europe potentially that before even the ten gets played there could be injuries leading on to the weekend from Got to be injuries at, if they're playing at the highest level uh, in Europe and they're trying their highest. Obviously, they'll be hyped up, as you say, they'll be hyped up for the game, which they will be. And uh, and you said the horse got some. Someone said the horse got to be hyped up. I have to disagree with that. <laughs> I yeah. thought you might say that. Um, what, what do you think, you injuries? Uh, you know, Matt O'Reilly could get injured tomorrow at Lennox Town. Mm. Uh, the day after that Giacomacchus could get injured at Lennox Town Injuries are part and parcel of the game You you can't say uh, They have two extra games against Red Star Belgrade Therefore Injuries will become a problem Probably got more You get where Dale's coming from though, Do you not? In terms of if you're If you're at the top level of, of competition And you know Competitive matches That You're on the bigger risk the other, side, the, the other side of the coin though Dale Is that Rangers play Red Star on Thursday out of that, they play Dundee, the bottom club, in the uh, quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup. The following week, they go and play in Serbia against Red Star. It could be all over for Rangers then. And they come out of that and they go back to Dundee to play Mark McGee's team at Dens Park in the league. So it could be all over by... Uh, One way or another Yeah uh, So That would be a stretch though Wouldn't it I mean the ties are generally Still alive by the second game No but if they go out Over the two legs If over Rangers go legs. out Then that's it Europe's done and dusted In less than a fortnight And Either side of 
the games against uh, Red Star They play the bottom club In the Scottish Cup First of all And then the league Well flip the coin Hugh What happens if they go through? Well <laughs> if they go through I, I maintain That if you go through Then you have another you, you're, you're, Everything about the club Is optimistic then I just don't accept That because Rangers are still in Europe Therefore Celtic win the league And I'll bet you If Ange Postacoglu Was the next caller on the line he would say I was correct I, well, told, I totally luck. agree with to that To be fair Hold on let, Let's just be very careful About the question we're asking No mm. one is saying Celtic will win the league We're asking yeah. if your chances Are boosted by it That's mm. very different Very different thing Yeah Yeah I was just about to say that I, I I, keep saying Gordon I think you've got to put Just now uh, For me All your eggs in one basket For the league I really do I think it's that important With the fact of the Champions League Situation um, It's great for Rangers And going along to Ibrox On Thursday night No doubt 50,000 there The players looking forward I just think that Postacoglu Quietly Will be quite happy That he's got that Extra time Less games To prepare For the run-in But you're right It doesn't guarantee you anything It It might be a silver lining But if we the only reason this is a talking point now is because for the first time all season one of them's in and yeah, one of them's yeah. not and then we're at the business end of the season Rangers in isolation though to be fair over the last couple of seasons I know you're going to mention Ross County or Dundee mm. United but generally speaking Thursday, Sunday they've been pretty good at it they've negotiated it fairly well particularly last season Yeah and there's no doubt that, that Is, is that it different c- because how close the league is? I don't uh, know Yeah I think so I just think that you're running a bigger risk um, I keep going back to, and I know what Hugh's saying and he's 100% right <sighs> Matt Riley I don't think he'll be too happy if he's listening tonight but Hugh's saying he could get injured tomorrow but you're playing in a competition a high class game a, a game that's played at a very fast pace and tempo you've got, you're have you under a bigger risk of, of receiving injuries and hopefully for Rangers and everyone concerned that doesn't happen but I just think that if you're going to go last eight games so important I think Celtic will be happy but Rangers will argue they said, "Well, we're you know we're yeah. still got an opportunity to win these tournaments, and we want to be in every tournament one one." That's what Rangers fans will say. But I think right now I'd put all my eggs in the one basket for the league. Uh, Dell, as a Celtic fan, did Sunday feel important given how difficult it's been at Livingston in recent seasons? Incredibly, because uh, up until I mean, even even including uh, Sunday, you, you can't put a cigarette paper between the two of them. When it comes to the weekend, you know you, you can you can you can say that you know that it's, it's swayed this way, it's swayed that way. But okay, there has been a massive uh, change since uh, Gerard left the club, but it, but it's balanced now, and it's balanced at that, where it is just now. And all, all I can say is uh, Gordon seems to have a grasp on it. He realizes that that there is there is a bigger danger than playing more games and getting an injury. I know that Matt, uh, sorry, the, the new fellow for uh, Wimbledon, O'Reilly could get a could get a, a, a knock. And if he get a knock in training, so could any player on the park. So I negate what you're saying about that. Oh, that and I don't that, know if if whether who's possibly uh, been put up as the the party to defend the, the other side. Well, of that. I, I I have to defend myself there. <laughs> I am nobody's patsy. And I did say Matt O'Reilly Simply to pluck a player's name Out of the air Anybody Joe Hart Juranovic Anybody could You get, could get injured Going could, to the I paper could, shop in the morning Correct I hope you don't uh, But Dell says 
Gordon's got a grasp of it because Gordon agrees with Bell. Therefore, <laughs> that's, I that's disagree the way it with works. Bell. You don't have a grasp. You're missing I don't the point. Have a grasp on it. We'll all agree to disagree. Thank you, Dell. It was nice to have you for the first time. I did promise you an inside track on Red Star Belgrade Rangers fans. Hopefully, you'll find this interesting. And anyone else who's planning on on watching the game, it's always good to find out you know what you're going to be up against, how they're going to line up, systems, formations, star men, what they make of you, and all the rest of it. Uh, so, I've been speaking to Serbian journalist. Nemanja Yanisev Caught up with him Just before we came on air And uh, here's what he had to say he Kicked off asking him What type of challenge uh, Rangers will face As you know Serena Zvezda is a champion Of Serbia The next challenge Is uh, Rangers It's a good time For Serena Zvezda Right now To have a Rangers Because they uh, won A 5-0 Against Novi Pazar They uh, later won Against Partizan In the internal derby As you know One of the biggest derbies In Europe Like of course Celtic and the Rangers so Nemanja, who are some of the danger men? Who are the players that pose the biggest threat to Rangers? You can expect, you know, a different uh, style of play as Stankovic improved so much since he arrived in Serena Zvezda. His players can adapt to different styles of play. Of course, Serena Zvezda play 4-2-3-1. When we get uh, Oki, striker from uh, Norway, most influential player in this squad is Alexander Kate. So Rangers will uh, must take care about him. He playing as a left winger. We have uh, Alexander Dragovic, as you know. He played for Bayer Leverkusen previously. I must say, easily, he can play in any of the these Europa League teams. Maybe not Barcelona, but any of the teams left in the Europa League. Serena Zvezda have a, a ultimate striker for for this club. Maybe the best since um, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And that's Ohi, who netted, uh, uh, I think, 27 goals in the last season of the Norway League. Yeah, it's, it's a dangerous team right now, uh, maybe even stronger uh, than in the um, previous campaign. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stronger than the previous campaign and absolutely stronger than uh, the group stage this season. Rangers got to this stage in the competition by beating Borussia Dortmund. Is that a result that made people in Belgrade take notice and, and maybe send a message of, of how dangerous an opponent Rangers can be? Absolutely. Dan Stankovic uh, mentioned that when uh, the draw was over and when we find out that the Rangers will be an opponent, Borussia Dortmund was one of the favourites to win the Europa League and they eliminated by Rangers. So I can tell that you can smell the, the, the fear because you had Barcelona here, you had Atalanta here. So reactions from people in Serbia was that the Rangers was the best possible rival in this moment. Uh, media here think in Serbia that uh, we have a uh, lucky to play with the Rangers right now, even at Rangers 1 versus Borussia Dortmund. Looking ahead to next week, of course, there's the, the game in Glasgow to get beyond first. Belgrade famous for... Maybe very hostile atmosphere and the, the stadium and the surroundings. Is that still the case? Is that something that the, the Rangers fans and, and Rangers players should be wary of? Definitely. You can see the, and uh, I recommend the Rangers fan and uh, find uh, some details from the match versus Partizan two weeks ago. And you can see what the full stadium of Serena Zvezda fans actually brings. That's not only a uh, last match, that's also... Every match, the Europa League this season, in the past also. So yeah, that's one of the most strength of this team. Good insight from Nemanja. Enjoyed that, Hugh. Yeah. Clearly, you know, Red Star on very good form. 
You don't get to this stage of the competition by not being good But if Rangers can't be confident after knocking out Borussia Dortmund Then probably something's gone wrong Then again you're up to your neck in imponderables Because how do we know that Rangers will play The way they did against uh, Borussia Dortmund No you don't but the confidence comes before the game surely Yep but I would say this in Rangers favour That their European form under Steven Gerrard Continued by Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Has been incredible Incredibly consistent And big names have uh, come to Ibrox And not left while still in the competition Then I say In their last two league games Rangers have played the side who were 10th in the league And the side who were 11th in the league And they struggled against both So who turns up on Thursday night at 8 o'clock? Is it the Rangers of Borussia Dortmund fame or is it the Rangers who toiled against St Johnston and Aberdeen? That's why I say imponderables. Nemanja was honest there, Gordon, saying, you know, in in Belgrade they feel that this was the best draw they could have got mm-hmm. was to face Rangers. And rather than being uh, offended by that, Rangers should embrace that, shouldn't they? Because that's probably what Borussia Dortmund thought. And look how that ended up. Yeah, um, and I think that will shoot Rangers. I agree with you. They are talking about uh, the way Rangers play in Europe. You look, for instance, I'll, 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 I'll pluck one player out the 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 air here, Ryan Kent. You know, you see him in the league games sometimes, and you're thinking, where's that ability that he's got? Where's that spark? Everything about him. Against Dorman, he was absolutely brilliant. He seems to save his big games for the European ones. I think Rangers, you're right, Gordon, we'll get into this with confidence. If you can beat Dortmund away from home, and really should have beat them at home as well, apart from a, a terrible decision, then you must get into this with a lot of confidence. But who's 100% right? They will have to be at the top of their game to get through. Right, get your calls in, whether it's specifically on this game, or whether it is what we've been debating so far, if the title race is impacted in any way by Rangers still being in Europe, you get to decide to pick up that phone uh, and let us know Just before we move on You'll have been hearing a lot From female artists On Clyde One Throughout the day today As we celebrate International Women's Day We've heard from the likes of Amy MacDonald Daley Barber Judy Murray First Minister Nicola Sturgeon uh, And more So let's Put a football spin on it Arsenal defender And Scotland international Jen Beattie says She relishes the responsibility Of being a role model To young girls And says it's crucial She uses her platform for good I think nowadays You know You, you, you have so much more I guess exposure as as females in the game and and like you said it yourself social media plays such a huge role in that um so we're always you know very conscious about what we put on there and um who we're speaking to and who's engaging in um that kind of conversation and just knowing that I guess you can have a a good influence on on people growing up I think it's it's so important I think when you know I was a kid there went there weren't many high profile female footballers in the game purely because of the exposure so now that we have a little bit more of that it's um it's a it's a privileged position i guess to have that such a big responsibility in, in what you put out to the world and and who's listening again it's a, it's a privileged position but it's it's one that i really enjoy having um sort of knowing that you can have make a good influence on kids growing up and um be a good role model in that sense Jen Beatty there also says she's delighted at the strides the women's game's making but says it's important to keep trying to break down barriers having gone through that amateur stage to semi-pro to then professional now at my age and like I feel like so lucky to have been able to see the game grow in that sense but like International Women's Day is probably 
the most important, I think, is to appreciate how far it's come. But then actually, we, we still need to push for so much more based on whether it's in Scotland or England or all across Europe. You know, I think I've always felt anyway, um, as a female in the game, that we have that we do have a responsibility to grow it and to push push boundaries and, you know, t- tap on doors and break down barriers. And But I've enjoyed that responsibility, like constantly knocking on doors at whatever club I've been at to try and push more for the team and to have that more equality level. And, you know, it's, it's obvious that more and more clubs are getting towards that. Um, but there's still so much room for, for, for progress. Thanks again to Jen Beattie. If you want to read more about International Women's Day and hear from the likes of Cassie from The Breakfast Show, you can check it out over on Clyde One's Twitter and Instagram pages. Get your calls in. You could be up next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Hugh Evans are here. It's 0141-951-1025. And we are on Twitter as well uh, At Clyde SSB Which you shouldn't overlook PR92 as it stands for me Thursday's game and next week's the most important for me Of course the league But when was the last time a Scottish team was in the quarterfinals Of European competition uh, Says PR on Twitter Let's bring in Callum Who's a Rangers fan from Dunbar How's it going Callum? How you doing alright guys? Not bad are you well? Yeah, no bad. First time caller, so. What made you call out? I'm always fascinated if somebody's annoyed you or you just thought that you'd join in. I wouldn't actually say I was annoyed. It was more I was listening to the, the radio earlier on tonight, and uh, basically, I'm hearing that uh, Celtic may have some advantage over Rangers. I'm a Rangers fan, by the way. Um, they may have some sort of advantage over Rangers because obviously Rangers are playing in European football now, and Celtic aren't. Um, but I think we seem to have lost the kind of essence of what the game's all about. I mean, I, I personally love going up to the European nights, but I can't help but feel it's as if it's now all about money. Everything, it's not about the entertainment that you get through going and watching your team playing, because now it's as if, like, whoever wins the league, it's all about winning the league this year because you then get the riches of the Champions League. But then, what is it? Try and get out of the Champions League as quickly as you can, so as you can concentrate in the league for the following season. I just think something's been badly lost somewhere along the lines. I tell you what, I like the way Callum mm. puts that. Yeah, here, especially, yeah. and he's, he's it's, it's tough to argue with that. You know, if you keep saying that you concentrate in the league, at what point are you trying to strive? At what point are you trying to, to do things that that your you know your fans will remember forever? Especially the point about Because I get it this year Everyone's saying Look this this year's different It's all about the league Because we get automatic access To the Champions League And then what? Then And, and then once you're there That's it um, As you say Callum put it in a, a Kind of a romantic Old fashioned way I love it I love his style um, But top class sport Is about money now To a very large extent Whether that's uh, football Golf Cricket Whatever um, But we also live in a very insular part of the world, as Callum will know, and people obsess on the title. Mm. Last season, there was no title race. Celtic imploded, Rangers won it in a canter, but here we have, for the first time in 10 years, because when Celtic were winning nine in a row, for much mm-hmm. of that time, Rangers were engaged in the lower leagues, and and that's not to say that that's why Rangers, uh, that's why Celtic mm. won it. Celtic won it because they were the best team in the country It wasn't Celtic's fault that Rangers weren't there It was Rangers' fault that they weren't there But for the first time in 10 years We have an honest-to-goodness title race Where 
Each of the games Carries an inherent danger mm. For either side It worked at the weekend Rangers got by By the skin of their teeth Against Aberdeen And Celtic went to town On Livingston They approached Livingston In the proper manner For the first time in four seasons How do you look back on 2008 Callum Because this is a bit I, I don't have the answer to this And I hope maybe I'll get a Celtic fan on To answer a, a similar point How do you look back on it Did that do you still Cry over the failure To win the league Or the fact that you reached The AFA Cup final Is is the, the good thing That you look back um, on From that season It's mixed To be is so it? honest with you Right I, so I was wondering If you were about to say Actually the AFA Cup Was the standout And then that just shows you That you know the, These achievements Will stand the test of time But I guess not It's something that will always It's a memory sort of thing You know It's something you'll always have there uh, But Also it's still a, a sore point That what we failed to do as well that season, you know. Um, as I say, it's, I, I always look at the, the kind of positives out of all leagues and likes. Of, my daughter, I take her to the game. She comes to the games when she's 18. Um, and we go, and she's also a big Chelsea fan. And the likes of when we went and we get beat off a uh, Leverkusen. But at that time, Kai Havertz was still playing with him, you know, and now she's watching mm-hmm. another team that she supports, which is Chelsea, and she's watching him playing down there, and she's already seen him up here, you know, and it's just things like that. I think that we seem to kind of miss some of the kind of points of why I go to football, you know what I mean? It's no to me as a fan, I understand how much it means to the club to get these riches and that. I, I'm no uh, trying to belittle that in any way, but what I also think is that as a fan, it's good to have these sort of memories banked to players you've maybe seen, you know, especially now you're seeing maybe players. I mean, I was a wee bit kind of, don't get it wrong, the, the outcome of the game, uh, certainly Hallahan not playing the other week there was a bonus to the fact that it helped Rangers get through in that tie, without a doubt. But I was also quite looking to the point of possibly being able to see if it's he's reckoned is going to be one of the great strikers there's to be, f- to be fair though Calum Are you now not coming round to, to the other side of it Because if Rangers do Win the league this season Then you'll get all that In the group stages next season but Is there any reason Why you can't have both? Well that's the, the ultimate dream Of course uh, Callum as I say Is a romantic We live in a cynical world Where We need more Callums then well, Surely I'll take it up with Callum's parents But the The uh, <laughs> The, the fans of Celtic and Rangers at the moment would give anything. Anything. And I, I, here's another one I'll throw at you. I don't believe that any more than 10% of the Rangers supporters would rather have the European trophy over the domestic trophy. And Callum? Uh, I'll go back to my <laughs> other answer. Uh, how can I know of both? He's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. a yeah. greedy Callum to nah, me. He, loves, he wants it all. Um, Think about the money, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what, yeah, the prestige of getting to the Champions League. I feel like most of the calls we get, though, talking about the importance of of winning the league, so you get the Champions League. It's always then about so you get the Champions League money and forty million or whatever it is, and what that'll then do for your domestic dominance. Oh. But maybe this is where another part of where Callum's coming from. Do we put too much emphasis on that? A couple of seasons ago Celtic got to the Champions League group stages Twice Yeah Newspaper columnists Pundits on Shows like this And others were saying oh, 
This is it Celtic are going to be 15 years in the distance 20 mm. years in the distance yeah. Look at what they've got That Rangers don't I think people, didn't last very long People are blinded by the figures They see £40 million pounds. Well that will guarantee us Dominance over the other lot For the foreseeable future It doesn't always work out like that um, I'm glad that we have From now until May These questions to be asked Because Celtic and Rangers could have gone out of Europe a long time ago uh, And here we are in the month of March Still talking about Europe and its influence over domestic football And the domestic run-in to the Championship Is now getting to fever pitch So for Celtic and Rangers These are incredible days I firmly believe the Celtic supporters don't care about Europe they would, they, but they really, really do care th- about th- winning think, the title. I think and the Ranger supporters would rather have the the domestic trophy than the European trophy. I think all supporters care about Europe, Hugh. I know what you're saying just now, but I think the the fact, as Callum said there, there's nothing better for supporters to go along. And when, especially when you get to these stages, you look at the players that Dortmund had and the the nights, the Thursday nights, and the atmosphere and everything. But you're the one that was saying concentrate right, in the league. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go back to it. what I'm saying is, and you talk about the money and everything. The most important thing when you start off in August for Rangers and Celtic is finishing first. First and foremost, that's for their supporters mm. to go and cement the title, the bread and butter. Then everything onto that is an added advantage. So, Callum, Dunbar United, that's your local team, I take it? No, sorry, it's Dumbarton. Oh, oh. producer's done me in there. I had a good wee story, a wee question I wanted to ask Callum <laughs> about Dunbar. Just ask him anyway. Nah, it's wasted. I did think, to be fair, I thought, it just sounds like he's a bit more local. Mm. Could have moved... As someone, Barton. Callum, oh, it's, it's all, Callum it's as someone who lived for 45 years in Clydebank I think I know my Dumbarton as well 99% of Dumbarton hopes that <laughs> either Celtic or Rangers win the league And 1% of Dumbarton is a dreamer and a romantic like you Callum. Why can't he have both? Callum that mm. was a pleasure, make sure you call us back again will you? Thanks guys, thank you Good man, that was Callum and Dumbarton And it takes us up to this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on then, Beat the Pundit time. You've got Hugh Keevans or Gordon DL as your victim. It's 01419511025. And the lines close before seven. Extra special Beat the Pundit this week because all this week we're giving away tickets for Bunkered Live, Gordon DL, right up your street at the SEC 18th to 20th of March. It's Europe's top golf show It's got the driving ranges The challenges All the big brands are there Gordon I know you like a bargain Your tailor made Callaway All the rest of it uh, Plus loads of early season Golf offers Just by getting on air You win tickets For you and three others You don't even need to get any right You can stink the place out After that I hope you don't Obviously um, But just for taking part You and three others And under 16s Go free So you can take the full family The tickets are available At bunkerlive.com But you might as well Win them Give us a call before 7 And you could play Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are here at 01419511025 If you're just joining us We got the inside track on Rangers Europa League opponents uh, We've been debating whether Rangers being in Europe and Celtic not has any impact on the title race So if you want to add anything to that debate You can pick up the phone And we've not even got round to Scott Brown yet We're here until 8 o'clock He is leaving Aberdeen not so long ago of course Went there as a player coach 
He's now leaving What do you make of that news Aberdeen fans How's he been as a, a player this season Are you sad to see him go I'm sure there will be some interested um, Non-Aberdeen fans out there as well In that story And maybe uh, some thoughts on where he goes from here So let us know We'll talk Scott Brown after We play this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Victory for your old mucker The Hannah man Last Ooh, night was it? it was a good game though yep, It was, yeah, was yeah It was decent Minus one He was in minus one It was a good game 4-3-1 yeah. 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 No, no, There was only one phone call last night Hugh There's recorded 140 so far for tonight What, <laughs> what a decline in standards Last night Halliday and <laughs> yeah. Hannah Geek and Geeker mm-hmm. And today DL and Keevans Dumb and Dumb and Dumb yeah, they, they could be a country move by quarter past seven tonight Let me say Have you got over the whole Japan episode uh, from no, last no, week? No, I'll never go over it Okay uh, Ross Oh this is good You'll be able to drop the ball off Ross is in Motherwell How's it going Ross? I'm alright thanks yourself You're not daft Ross You just sat and waited for these two to be on at the same time didn't you? Mm. <laughs> Aye do you usually do okay when you play along at home? Aye, no bad I'm good. usually there or thereabouts Yeah, good, that's what I like to hear Right, it's very straightforward, Ross As I'm sure you've heard Maybe a bit different when you're on um, But if it's heads, it will be Hugh And tails, it will be Gordon DL The Japanese ambassador <coughs> You're off the hook, it's heads Oh no it's Hugh Come on, Hugh Against Ross Ross will bottle it He doesn't sound confident uh, Alright, let's give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't hear what Ross has to say And don't Forget Ross You're already a winner You're off to Bunker Live anyway I don't know if you're a golf fan Even if you are or you're not It's a good day out So you and a couple of your pals Can head along to that Sound good? Perfect Thanks very much Good man Tickets are in the bag Let's see if we can add a sign ball to it Your 30 seconds is on the clock And your time starts now Which of Celtic's four Japanese players Has the most league appearances this season? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to start that again. Start that again. I couldn't hear you, Ross. I don't think this has ever happened. Are you ready? Are you ready to go again? You know the first question, Aye. which is a wee boost for you, right? Let's go. Uh, which of Celtic's four Japanese players has the most league appearances this season? Hitati. Name either English side Rod Wallace played with before joining Rangers in 98. Not Forrest. Neil Lennon yesterday became the manager of a club in which European country? Cyprus. Who managed Dundee permanently immediately before James McPaik? Paul Hartley Name any club in the last decade Who won the Scottish League Cup For the first time in their history St Johnson In which stadium Do Greenock Morton Play their home games Capital Okay Decent effort that Let's bring Hugh back Hugh can you hear us I can Good we had a wee technical problem You give five minutes For the first question Hugh (laughs) I'm I'm on it Hugh You ready Hugh Okay Let's go Same set of questions 30 seconds Your time starts now Which of Celtic's Four Japanese players Has the most League appearances This season Um Tati Name either English side Rod Wallace played with Before joining Rangers in 98 Um Blackburn Neil Lennon yesterday Became the manager of a club In which European country Cyprus Who managed Dundee permanently Immediately before James McPake Pass uh, Name any club in the last decade Who've won the Scottish League Cup For the first time in their history Um Ross County Okay okay You got one more question in Ross Do you yes. think that's enough I think it might be Ooh, no. I think it might be uh, Which of Celtic's Four Japanese players Has the most League appearances Maeda? You both said Hatati It's Kyogo He played 14 League appearances Oh goodness No, for the threes Yeah nil nil Name either English side Rod Wallace played with None of you got that Leeds. as well Leeds 
Or Southampton so Oh Ross is good eh Ross sounds like a young man though Ross is that fair? <laughs> yeah maybe a bit before Ross's time that yeah, one He does, does not have that excuse no. uh, Neil Lennon yesterday became the manager of a club in Cyprus You both knew that So it was one all Before James McPake Jim McIntyre Well done and None of you got it one each Any club in the last decade Who won the League Cup for the first time in their history St Johnston, Ross County, St Mirren or Kilmarnock So you both got that We're level And this is where speed is important Oh Hugh. shuggy Even you would have got this next one What is it? At what stadium? The Greenock Morton oh, Play their home oh, games Shooty in Ross got it And you didn't And Ross the sign ball Is on its way to Motherwell Gordon Deal Will personally drop it off Well done to you Right thanks very much Brilliant And you're off to Bunker Live as well Have a good day Well yeah, done Ross yeah. Well done Ross You're not going to drop that That ball off Absolutely are you You're going to just get no, Pay for bother. delivery Ross is Yeah Ross is off the phone I wasn't I wasn't liking him um, <laughs> Hugh you let the side down tonight It's just the speed But, I, the speed. but I'm not really here Leeds uh, uh, Ross Wallace Well We just called him Ross Wallace as well So that doesn't help what, what it? It's Rod Rod Wallace <laughs> Rod Wallace Leeds United oh, Southampton yeah, I can only play in Mondays and Fridays Jim McIntyre I was going to say Do you hope that Black Arthur t- Ignores that from your record Because you, you don't belong on a Tuesday Puts not- it on Hannah Mann's record <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what A good job it wasn't you The mention of Japan In question number one Would have tipped you over the edge After last week What was the question number oh, one? Never mind Did the Japanese players remember Oh it? I would have went Maeda <sighs> To be honest with you I thought that Kyogo Yeah we forgot about the Kyogo And how many games He crammed in at the start that, that, Yeah, yeah Schoolboy was... school era Yeah absolutely 01419511025 Is the number that you need tonight You can tweet us as well of course At Clyde SSB It would be great to hear from you on the phones though Makes more sense to have a good old debate on there uh, Some big news Coming today from Aberdeen They've confirmed the departure Of club captain Scott Brown now he joined Aberdeen last summer It was a two year deal in a player coach role Under Stephen Glass That's part of the issue clearly Stephen Glass is no longer Aberdeen manager And in a statement today Aberdeen said the 36 year old would depart To focus on his coaching career In his first steps towards management What did you make of that Hugh? I mean it's big news Is it a surprise given the, no. the managerial change? He hitched his wagon to Stephen Glass and it didn't work out for Stephen. And results were his undoing as they are for most managers to lose their jobs. Um, so Scott's there when Jim Goodwin comes in. Jim Goodwin must manage the club his way, with his people. And therefore Scott becomes superfluous. And uh, I think it's a, you know, how else can you describe his career other than a glittering career at Celtic Park? Nine in a row captain Wonderful player for Celtic Inspirational Call him what you like I've always said on this programme that The best captain of Celtic Since Billy McNeil But now he has to think of the way ahead And he has to think very carefully Because his first move after Celtic Has stalled He has gone with someone who Was not up to the job So far as the Aberdeen owner Dave Cormack was concerned And Scott Brown has suffered As part of the fallout From that decision And Jim Goodwin Can't keep him on Out of sentimentality He has to go on with Preserving his own job At Pataudry They're 10th in the league And Jim Goodwin Has to address that situation So I think Scott Brown Has to think very carefully About his next move But 
he will not be short of offers. Best for all parties, Gordon. Yeah. I, I I know that people could say, well, hold on a minute. He was playing there as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that's what my point was going to be. You're sitting down there in ten, struggling. Surely Scott Brown's as good as anything up there. Of course he is. But Scott Brown's looking further on for his career. He's looking at the coaching situation. The duties have been relieved from him. He won't be able to do them anymore. So it's like Defoe when obviously the new manager came into the setup. Defoe departed his ways because he wants to concentrate on coaching as well. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good move for Aberdeen. I think it's a good move for Scott Brown and Jim Goodwin. Then I just gets on with what he wants to do. He's got his own coaching staff there and try and get Aberdeen out of this hole. There. Well, let's bring in Ross, who is a Celtic fan. I'm sure interested in that Scott Brown news. Did that come as a, a surprise to you, Ross? Uh, yeah, it did Gordon. Um, I was a bit surprised that Aberdeen have decided to let somebody like Scott Brown go with his experience. Um, surely. I think if you're in tenth position and to get out a tenth, and you have somebody like Scott Brown, surely that'd be a good thing. But I look at it as a good thing in the part of Celtic. I think it's an opportunity for Celtic to welcome Scott back, and I think not as a playing midfielder. I think he's coming back. I'm not saying he has come back, but I would like to see him come back into the coaching side of things. And I think in the last running for this title, I don't see why. Bringing Scott Brown back to Celtic would be a bad thing because his experience in the dressing room could help massively. Or well, he couldn't come back as a player. No, no, that's what Ross is saying. Coaching, um, but I'm not sure. I, 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 I'm not sure. People made an assumption when Scott left Celtic for Aberdeen that this would be the start of that kind of learning curve that would one day bring him back to Celtic. I'm not sure that that day is now. Um, I, I think that Ange Postecoglou has to be... He strikes me as the kind of man who would not want to tamper with anything. Eight games from the finishing line. Um, and uh, Scott Brown's time may come to go back to Celtic, but I'm not sure that time is right now. I think he's, I think he's 100% correct. Uh, and he explains it brilliantly. Um, yeah, I think Scott Brown and... and Time to come May end back at Celtic Park Gordon But Scott Brown Will be looking in other directions To go Get his coaching going Maybe look at Player management Start on that ladder It didn't work for him at Aberdeen With the coaching sense Because of The manager didn't last that long In the job So He's he's going down a pathway I think he's going down the right one Celtic May be further down the mm. line Which you rightly said there I mean, Ross, I'm pretty sure someone like Scott Brown still has allies at Celtic Park, but you know, Peter Lowell's not there anymore. There is no you know, head of recruitment or director of football, that, that sort of thing. Ange Postacoglu's come in and it seems to be very much doing things his way and identifying a lot of signings. As as great a servant as he was, it, what's to say Ange Postacoglu wants Scott Brown around? No, I get that. I totally agree. I think also there's parts here that I do agree with you and Gordon, and I think it's one of the ones where if he comes back, it's then again his reputation. The same again with Neil Lennon, but I just think that with Scott's experience, I don't see why it would be a bad thing. Um, I think, again, the whole thing about McGregor being captain this year, that was questioned at the start, but he's obviously taken it upon himself and he's, he's, he's doing wonders, but I just think that with Scott's experience, he could help um, in the background. 
Again, I'm not saying come back and play. I think coaching is definitely where Scott's going to be setting his sights now. But I, I just think he's got vast amount of experience that would be beneficial to Celtic. There's an emotional argument, yeah. and I understand that. And the majority of Celtic fans may put forward that emotional argument. But there's also a logical argument. Don't disturb things now. Um, don't tamper with what has been achieved so far. The job that Ange Postacoglu has done over 30 league matches is phenomenal. He has taken over something that was in a terrible state and he has a football team now who are eight mm. games away from winning the title that hardly anybody at the start of the season could have envisaged that this would be the case. Therefore, I don't see Ange Postacoglu tampering with anything. An emotional argument is all very well. But Scott Brown's time will come for a return to Celtic Park. I'm reasonably convinced of that. But that time is not now. Yeah, like we said, Gordon, there is no relationship there with Ange Postacoglu. That's not to say... I have no idea. Ange Postacoglu might be listening and saying, I fancy a bit of that. I know what he did at the club previously. Uh, he might also be thinking, well, I've done not too badly with the staff that we've got yeah, so he, far. He came in and a lot of people questioned the fact that he just kept the staff that was there, Gordon. Um, he Promoted McManus up into the first team uh, situation as well, and I think that, like Hugh said, there I think Postacoglu will look and think things are going well. We're top of the league. Um, we're, we've built something here. They're all together. And the minute Postacoglu get the manager of the month, he's talking about his staff and what the efforts and everything, the hard work that they put in behind the scenes. As much as I think Celtic fans one day will love Scott Brown to go back, uh, and I'm with you, he may if he goes down this path of the coaching and he's successful, but he's got to learn that and he's got to be successful. Doesn't mean to say because Scott Brown what he achieved at Celtic has got to be a top, top coach. He's got to go down and start working uh, towards that. So I think that Postacoglu will be very happy with what he's got just now and I don't see him... You know, looking at that situation as a positive one now, you've just not, now. You've not won them over quite yet, Ross. But even if it wasn't to be now, is that still something that for you you want to see happen in the future? Yeah, definitely, Gordon. Um, I'd I would I would welcome Scott back. We'll be open arms. Um, I, I I don't think I'm the only Celtic fan that would that they would welcome Scott back. I think. Um, again, we were all gutted when he left, but I think it's an option. Maybe now, if, if not now, I definitely think in the future he will come back and I think he will he, he will be part of Celtic's um, backroom team. Since we're in the area of putting two and two together and seeing what we can come up with, is he off to Cyprus to join Neil Lennon? No, no. I, I thought you might say that. That would be the wrong move for him because uh, Cyprus is out of the mainstream, if you like. Uh, Scott Brown needs to get... The overalls on Needs to get his hands dirty Needs to learn his business The roasting and overalls And Nicosia Correct He needs an opportunity He needs like short sleeved Yeah yeah but he'll get one Graham's on Twitter saying Neil Lennon gets a job in Cyprus The same week Scott Brown quits uh, quits. Coincidence or not Says Graham Do you know If you look at Scott Brown just now He's he's leaving Aberdeen Uh, There's not many coaching stuff out there just now He may just say Do you know what I'll go over there at the end end of the the season. season Get a bit of experience under my belt. Get a bit of sun work, on my back. Work with Neil Lennon. He's worked with before. Knows Neil inside out. Hey, don't rule it out for a couple of months. I'm not saying permanently for a couple of months. Mm. Thank you, Ross. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Any Aberdeen fans out there? What do you make of this? Is it, 
Is he a loss as a player For a start Because things aren't going great This season And what have his performances Been like Is this a loss as a player How do you see it You know Progressing from here Pick up that phone And let us know We've got a full time teaser And a statement from the Scottish FA On the Ukraine game as well It's all happening Pick up the phone Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Hugh Evans are here It's 0141 We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB Reacting to that news about Scott Brown leaving Aberdeen Aberdeen fans, is that a loss as a player? I know lots of people are fascinated about the, the coaching side of it I wonder what his form's been like You'll know better than us, tell us all about it uh, On the phones please Like I said we are on Twitter, I'll read out some in a second Let me set up your mm. teaser tonight <laughs> It's from John Smith He sent a question in Right up your street though I looked at the average age of you two And I thought this one is And Gordon you always say that In any teaser Goalie There's always a goalkeeper yeah. Well there's 11 in this one oh. So you should you should be well covered Can you name 11 goalkeepers Who played for Celtic Or Rangers In the 80s I mean seriously I could not have made up A better question right, for right, you right, right. Packy Bonner uh, Peter McCloy Jim Stewart Hold on, hold on Peter McCloy, Jim Stewart, Stewart Yes Packy Bonner Yeah, he said that already, thanks um, Hold on Celtic um. Rangers in the 80s um, <laughs> Nicky Walker Yes, okay We'll leave it there That's four already So we're looking for 11 goalkeepers Who played for Celtic or Rangers in the 80s And as always If you like the sound of that And you want to hear your question used You want John Smith uh, Is the man tonight If you want to hear yours used It's full time At Clyde One Dot com full time at Clyde One dot com. Uh, okay, let's revisit some of the Scott Brown thoughts. Like I said before, there um, we are on Twitter as well. Here's one: uh, Ian McGregor, very similar, probably off to join Lennon in Cyprus. Lots of people saying that. Uh, MN Boy would be very surprised if he hasn't heard from Sean Maloney yet. He's already got Gary Caldwell there. I've no idea. Uh, I was going to accuse everyone of, of putting two and two together. But maybe that's all you can do at this stage well, Maybe that's understandable I, I, I'm not sure that's joining up the correct dots um, Sean Maloney obviously Sandro, has Sandro, sorry, Sandro said the same Hibs, Sean Maloney Well, Sean and uh, Gary Caldwell go back a bit But uh, Sean was not part of the Scott Brown era At Celtic Park um, and I, 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 Although he has that emotional attachment to Hibs as well Hibs being his first professional True. club um, But it's such an awkward time for Scott because clubs have things to do. Sean Maloney is trying to get a team that can score a goal for a start. Uh, Celtic have got the their minds fixed on the, the title, etc., etc. And we're back yeah. to the fact that Scott is learning his trade. Clubs right now are looking for the time served. So... He's not going yeah. to go to the highest echelons right away, I don't think. It's a difficult one, Gordon, because mm. it might not have been long or successful, but he was the number two at Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. As far as coaching jobs go in Scotland, it's up there, obviously, the size of the club. I mean, Alan Elliott says, why not integrate Scott Brown into the youth development in Celtic? He can get his badges whilst instilling the Celtic way into our already great youth players, says Alan. Scott Brown has some of his badges As far as I can gather I don't think he's done them all mm-hmm. um, But he'll have some He already worked you know, at Celtic's youth teams w- When he was there And like I said He has been the Aberdeen number two So the next step's going to have to be 
going to have to be one that really appeals to him I know it wasn't long, I said it before I know it wasn't successful But once you've had a taste of Being a number two at one of the biggest clubs in the country You're going to want something that competes with that, are you not? Yeah, I, I think the problem with Scott just now Is the timing of it, Gordon mm. You're looking at eight games to go A couple of months to go at the, the end of the season it may well, be Even a, generally then, even after the summer Yeah, I think that's where he's going to I think Scott may just sit back uh, go into different teams Go down to, for instance, uh, Leicester See Brendan Rodgers Spend some time Look at this, how he goes about his business down there The youth set-up, everything Go abroad Look at clubs there I think he'll use this time wisely And then in the summer Because jobs are always available in the summer uh, People change their backroom staff People change player manager People change managers and if you've got that two or three months that you use wisely, then I think it puts them in a better position. We might hear from Scott Brown in the coming days. We'll certainly hear from Jim Goodwin. Obviously, Jim Goodwin didn't want him as part of his coaching staff. That's 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 clear. That's why he's not there. You wonder what the feelings were as a, as a player. Is Jim Goodwin also... Well, he's obviously content enough to let him go as a player, but... You know how much was that Scott Brown saying? No, I know I want to leave. If if it's not going to be in, in in a coaching capacity, I want to leave. And how much of it was Jim Goodwin saying? Yeah, I don't, I don't even I don't need you as a player either I at think, the moment. I think sadly for Scott Brown, um, I felt like his the from move, the outside his performances had been decent enough. No, well, but he's, part, but he's part of a team who are tenth in the league. Uh, you know, we all remember the diving header at Ibrox on the night of the two-two draw, and other bits and pieces, but. He could not make the impression on the Aberdeen team that he wanted to make. How much that his that... fault, though? No, 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 I'm not suggesting it's all his fault. He he went into the club at the wrong time, and he went in with the wrong man because the man who was hired, Stephen Glass, was not doing the job sufficiently well, and he was a gamble on Aberdeen's part, and the gamble did not work. So. Scott Brown will now need to make a very careful choice about where he goes next. Mm. He has to begin this coaching journey of his. After a false start at Aberdeen, he has to begin it in a proper manner now. Michael, what are your thoughts on Scott Brown? Michael's not drossing. Uh, very well. I'm, got, I'm quite gutted for him tomorrow to leave at Aberdeen, but I hope he comes back to Celtic, as you were saying, as part of a coaching staff in the next wee while, because I think he's not ready for the team. I don't know if Costa mm-hmm. Cogway will want him at the club at the moment because we're eight games away from winning the title so I don't know if he's want him at the moment Yeah, Hugh, also I don't know what the next move will look like it, it certainly seems to be centred around the coaching mm-hmm. if that's the case then Scott Brown's just retired from playing yeah. in a very downbeat way uh, yeah, underwhelming and unplanned yeah. way is that it then? Have we seen Scott Brown play? I mean how often have we seen him play in, in various games in this country? Is that it? Have we seen him for the last time? Possibly But Scott Brown If it is the last day As a player Scott Brown can go out With his head Held Extremely high Because he has won A shed load of trophies He has been A wonderful captain for Celtic Captain Uh, Scotland as well Yeah Uh, He has had a Stellar career So he has nothing To reproach himself over you imagine if he went to Celtic right now And we're, we're speaking hypothetically The first thing would be right, uh, Take away laptop boy uh, Which is very unfair on Gavin Strachan This poor guy gets it in the neck 
for simply doing what every other coach in the country does and pointing out things to players on a, a an iPad or whatever you call them. <laughs> um, you call them. Uh, so John Kennedy, there's always a campaign against John Kennedy because he was associated with a previous failure over one season. It would cause a distraction that Ange Postacoglu does not need right now. He needs to keep everything on an even keel. We're talking about the week that he has with no matches to play, no Europe. He can only prepare for Dundee United next Monday night at Tannadice in the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup. I think Gordon DL made a terrific point that here's a chance to go and see how Brendan Rodgers does it. Or how Gordon... Uh, Gordon Strachan at Dens Park, for example. Mark McGee might welcome him in with open arms. Not to be part of the staff, but to pass on some of the, the, the tips of the trade. I think, I think Hugh, that if, if I was Scott Brown just now, there's not a lot of jobs out there. I don't think it'll be a case of certain. I think you make great points about that. I would be going club visits. I'd be going to England. I'd be going to Arsenal. I'd be going over abroad. I'd be looking at Germany, Spain... And educate myself into the coaching situation, talking to top managers, having a look at their academies, having a look at their preparations. I think the next two or three months for Brown going forward, he could gather so much great Possibly information. Possibly been doing a lot of that already, though. I don't, well, I, don't, I suppose he's had a busy, yeah, well, busy schedule, so a bit of time to properly. Correct, yeah. Gordon. I think he can use that time wisely. But as we said to Hugh, then, Gordon, is that it? Because you're going if. Unless he finds another manager Who wants to take him as a player coach Next season And even older by then mm. that That's it That's the playing career done Yeah unless he goes player manager um, Which is a possibility I think that would um, I think that would excite a lot of uh, Sort of a You know Boards uh, Chairmen of football clubs Whether he wants to go down that road But I found Gordon And it was It was different then But I found when I went into player manager I found it very difficult indeed to try to uh, join the two of them together. Uh, what else is on your mind tonight, Michael? Yeah, so another point. I would like to say to Mr Hugh Keevans, he's a very bit, bit being disrespectful to Dundee as a Cliss and Taylor. Yes, I understand the bottom of the week, but wherever Ross County, when they played Rangers and they drew three each with Matt, they uh, did more at the time. Where were they sitting then when Malcolm McKay went first went in? Mm. So he's been very disrespectful. In my honest opinion, I think Mr Keevans is a puppet for Rangers. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I love a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. You've been called many things. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Puppet. Oh, yeah. Well, so are you? Do you answer the man? Yeah. Is that an upgrade on Patsy? The earlier caller said it was Tell a you Patsy. What, you had it rough tonight. Mm. You thought yeah. you were coming in for a wee bonus from a shift. Patsy to a puppet. Uh, I mean, it's claptrap. Um, Michael's on spouting nonsense. Uh, <laughs> puppet for Rangers in the name of goodness. Uh, I've noticed that though. I think there's something in this fact that it's a title race. You, everyone's getting very tetchy, very accusatory. I've noticed that on, on I'll, social I'll give media. You, I'll give you my honest answer, and I say it to everyone. I was born into the green half of Glasgow, but I'm not green enough for Michael and the green half of Glasgow, so they don't like or trust me. I was born into the green half of Glasgow, therefore the blue half does not like or trust me. I stand as the independent member for Super Scoreboard <laughs> and uh, I simply say what I think what, what, why I referenced Dundee was that Rangers have two European games to play Rangers could be out of Europe come a week on Thursday after the first Red Star Belgrade game 
They go to Dundee They are the bottom club They are unarguably Statistically The bottom club And Rangers play them In the Scottish Cup Then after the return leg With Red Star In Serbia They go back to play Dundee Who Will still be The bottom club And I'm, I'm simply saying that You could Possibly Have had harder games mm. Than Dundee At Dens in a season the like of which Dundee are having How's that for a puppet Michael? Ah, it was a long way of explaining that he's not a puppet for Rangers I must admit Do yeah. you like and trust him? No A, wee <laughs> bit, a little bit sometimes I, I like him but I don't trust him <laughs> uh, Thank you Michael on, on, on International Women's Day I'm a puppet for one person and that person <laughs> is the woman I married 50 years ago uh, oh, Michael's gone anyway I, was... I, I thought he might Yeah, He's disappeared Oh well, it's all fun and games. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. I think you're also getting stick because you said Scott Brown and Sean Maloney were different eras at Celtic, but they played together for a few. I'm, I must admit, I didn't even notice you say that. Whatever, anyway. I'm, I'm struggling to keep up now. I must admit, you're just getting slaughtered for everything. You'll never be back on a Tuesday. Bring Roger back. It's camera. It's get, camera night. He gets it easy, easier on a Monday, <laughs> I think. Uh, right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I did say we've got a statement from the Scottish FA on that game uh, against the Ukraine so I will bring you that very soon indeed but let me run this by you first this is uh, something I know that will interest lots of you Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Now remember we started this competition in January we stuck £1,000 in the jackpot to get us up and running and since then every time Celtic and Rangers have scored we've added at least £250 into the jackpot We're now sitting at 16,750 to give away And remember that just keeps building and building As we get to the end of the season Rangers play in Europe in two days time Then there's Scottish Cup games on Sunday and Monday So it's going to be much more than that Even by the end of the weekend you would imagine Never mind by the end of the season And then one person wins the lot Tax free So you get every single penny And if you want to win You have to enter by texting GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close 6 o'clock Saturday the 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup final day So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL To 61025 Right now I'll give you some more Thinking time I'll get your answers To the teaser as well next Number 1 For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard The teaser tonight for Hugh and Gordon Sent in by John Smith And if you want to hear your question used in the show It's full time at Clyde1.com So John says name the 11 goalies Who played for Celtic or Rangers During the 80s I thought this would be right up your street So you've got Packy Bonner Peter McCloy Nicky Walker Stuart Kennedy Nope Yeah you did oh. I played with him I played with Stuart Kennedy not on the list Get him on the list <laughs> Peter Latchford Peter Latchford is on the list Well done Alan Ruff Alan Ruff is also on the list Is Alan McKnight on the Alan McKnight's Brilliant. a great shout Well done Ian Andrews Yes Okay we'll leave it there One, two, three to get Um just trying to do your Who was your stewards inquiry for again? Stuart Kennedy Stuart Kennedy Mm, let me see Where have you gone wrong uh, I'm not going wrong anywhere Well he left Rangers in 1980 
Yeah, and he played but in 1980. He might not have played right up until you know, so it wouldn't it wouldn't take much for you to just be slightly out there. Oh. You know, so I'm going to give um, hit the bar. I'm going to give John Smith, who sent the question, the benefit of the doubt. You've got three to get. We'll get them before the end. Let's bring in Stuart, who's a rain, uh, an Aberdeen fan uh, from Gara Hill. Stuart, what about Scott Brown leaving? What's your reaction to that? Um, first of all, good luck to the guy. Wish him well. Um, unfortunately, the gamble didn't pay off. Um, a prime Scott Brown, outstanding player. Um, we've obviously got him, got him towards the back end of his career. I don't think uh, it's a player management thing kind of works. You've either got to be one of the boys or you've got one of the coaches. And I think that's one of the faults. Also, being with an inexperienced manager probably wasn't the best um, starts for him either. Yeah, yeah perhaps, Gordon. You know, if you're going into an environment where you're going to be a player coach, Stuart says it's that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe under a a more experienced manager, it it would have been different. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would have been different, Gordon. Um, I mean, it, to be fair, experienced managers can get the sack as well, right enough. But. Yeah, but uh, I think for a short time that obviously Stephen Glass was there. I don't think it really benefited. Um, uh, Scott Brown Look I've got to congratulate him I think that he could have sat And dug his heels in at Celtic He would have been More than welcome to sit there He looked at the future He decided that was an opportunity Going to a decent club Big club Getting a chance of player coaching Working on the training ground With the new manager Putting ideas over It just didn't work So I think now He's got a great opportunity And I'll be very surprised If he doesn't use that opportunity to take a step mm. back and plan out his next move. And I think that's with club visits and going and learning the game. Stephen Glass was a vanity project for Dave Cormack, the Aberdeen owner, because I'll ask Stuart on the line. Um, Stephen Glass came from, if you like, lower league American football. He had plenty of experience here as a younger man, as a player. However, he had not got sufficient experience to manage a club like Aberdeen am I correct Stuart? Yeah I'd agree um, most Aberdeen fans were kind of worried when straight away Stephen Glass was the number one choice that appeared from the bookies and different things um, Stephen Glass is maybe a number two as a most experienced manager might have been acceptable you know he come into new ideas from America um, with someone more experienced it could have been a really good move but I think putting him as a number one Having Scott Brown's a number two who's never had a coaching job, um, I think it was a huge gamble. Um, no fair play, he had a gamble, it didn't work. Unfortunately, that's just the way it works. Um, what, what have his playing performances been like in, in your mind, Stuart? Is he going to be missed as a player between now and the end of the season? Um, I've only been about nine, ten games this season. I've not seen his win once. Um, I've only won home game, I've got the away games. Because um, I've been the cup to kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he's been good and bad. Um, Game at Ibrox, he was outstanding. He ran the show. Um, the other game at Petodre, he was brilliant. Um, a lot of time, he struggles with injuries. Kind of thing. He's had to get come off injured, or something's happened that he's missed games. He's been good. You know, you can see the sort of class touches, the wee shimmies, the wee sort of feints kind of thing. He's really good. He stands out a mile. But just certain times, it's more often he's doing missed passes than he ever did at Celtic. Obviously, he's getting older. The legs are going a wee bit. The brain's still there. Um, he was good in parts You wouldn't say he was outstanding I wouldn't say he was poor I wouldn't say he was outstanding He was somewhere in between I would say Yeah um, What about overall then? Manager change New manager comes in Player captain has now Gone tenth Sounds very dramatic Well it is, it is dramatic Sure, I'm sure you, you would agree it, it does mean It's still five points off fourth Are you finding any room for optimism? It's so 
were tight. I mean, um, Rangers Celtic miles ahead. Hearts had a great season. Um, the rest, there's not really much of, much of a gap. You know, you win two or three games, you're up there. I think Aberdeen, one of the problems is they've got this crazy situation of a team captain and a club captain. Yep. Joe Lewis is the club captain. Scott Brown is the team captain. I don't understand the logic in that. Um, I don't think Lewis was ever a captain. I don't agree with having a goalkeeper as a captain. And I think it was very telling a few weeks ago when Ross McCrory signed the extension and Goodwin basically said, this boy's future captain material, which I would wholeheartedly agree with. Um, personally, I'd like to see Alex in the past been a captain, but he's got maybe a year, two years left. Ross McCrory's the future Aberdeen. We should be building a team of boys like this who are keen, solid, total pros. Um, so I'd like to see some of him get a captaincy. Yeah, it's interesting, actually, Gordon, because Joe Lewis is club captain, so it wouldn't be... Outrageous to suggest he just takes the armband from now to the end of the season, but Stuart's right. Maybe this is a chance to make a bit of a statement, look to the future. Yeah, I think once Jim's get gets to the end of the season, um, I think he'll have his own ideas. Who's a captain? Club captain sometimes is a guy that takes the responsibility on Gordon to do things that the captain on the pitch can't be bothered doing. Um, okay. <laughs> and it is true that way but uh, You must have had someone to do that Because I know you were captain There's no way you organised things Looked after people uh, That's not I your g- makeup. I, g- I gave out responsibility to other players <laughs> the, the duties I didn't want to fulfil What I would say about Scott Brown tonight He If this is the end of his days as a player Will go Having had one of the Great careers In Scottish football I'm confining myself to Scottish football because he did one of the great careers in Scottish football. What happened at Aberdeen was a false start to the next phase of his career. That's why he has to make his next choice absolutely the right one. And he will go on, I am sure, to have a fine career in the game as a coach and or manager. But... He has to pick the next move very carefully Thanks Stuart, it was great to hear from you Stuart's an Aberdeen fan From Gara Hill Any more on that teaser quickly? Did uh, we do we Roy Baines? We Roy Baines, yeah Left in 79 Oh, oh right, here's one for you Hamish McAlpine No Oh, Keenan Lawn, okay um, Now we're struggling Did we say Snelders? We'd say that, didn't no. we? Theo Snelders? No No? Uh, Lindsay Hamill, too old uh, Too young Um Oh, we're struggling now. There's a more obvious one. I would, there, there's one real obvious one kind of sticks out. So late 80s into the start of the 90s. Um, at which club? <laughs> Rangers. So I think it's after your time for sure. Chris Woods. Yes. Chris Woods. Chris Woods, yep. Okay, you get two to get. We'll get them before the end. Um, we have an update, Hugh, a statement from the Scottish FA this evening on the Ukraine game, which we've been telling you uh, all day that that's officially off. Basically, Scottish FA support the decision. They're looking to arrange a friendly for the 24th of March. Now, they will play the loser of Wales against Austria away from home in a friendly on the 29th of March. Oh. Now, remember, had all gone to plan, yeah. we were go- hopefully going to beat Ukraine and then face the winner of Wales against Austria. Now, Wales against Austria still goes ahead as planned, and now the loser will play us on the 29th of March. It remains to be seen... What will happen with that one And also the fact that This game against Ukraine Has been um, Pushed back to June I don't think there's any point In us speculating As to whether that will Or will not be possible I think clearly A lot has to Improve in the world Before it does But that's where we are Tonight The decision to postpone Is the humane decision The decision to play The loser of 
Wales and Austria is the smart decision. Uh, we are making it up as we go along. Um, my only wish is that we do get to play Ukraine because it means, to use your expression, Gordon, that things have got better in the world. Yeah, I mean, Ian Maxwell, some quotes from him on there. Uh, in light of the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, it's the correct decision by FIFA to postpone our playoff as requested by the Ukrainian Association of Football. The importance and significance of football is greatly diminished in a time of war, and our thoughts are with those Ukrainian civilians affected by the conflict. Um, again, like I say, there's not, not much more to it. They're just saying that they await confirmation on the amended fixture schedule, including any displaced UEFA Nations League fixtures, and will then comment further. Um, at that time So maybe a, f- a friendly coming up on the 24th of March No mention of um, Opposition for that one But it should be a friendly Then on to either uh, Wales or Austria So we, the international break will still take place For Scotland at the end of this month It just won't look anything like um, As was planned So we'll keep you up to speed on that As it develops But that's where we sit tonight With that in mind We've only got one more thing to do That is to round off uh, this teaser Let me throw one more reminder out there It's full time At Clyde1.com I know loads of you Have got the Knowledge The trivia base To come up with these questions So John Smith did it tonight Can you name 11 goalkeepers Who played for Celtic Or Rangers During the 1980s You've got Ian Andrews Pat Bonner Peter Latchford Peter McCloy Alan McKnight Alan Ruff Jim Stewart Nicky Walker um, you've got two to get uh, Ricky has sent a message in Saying does Graham Roberts count For the keeper's quiz <laughs> yeah, It yeah. does not Ricky I'm afraid I'm struggling a little bit now Hugh uh, Charlie Maxwell was 90s uh, You've both Colin Stewart No You're looking at Both of the remaining ones Are Rangers mm-hmm. One must have been there At the same time as you and one is just at the end of the 80s And that's maybe why You've forgotten Maybe I'm Same time Where was the goalkeeper? What year were you there? Uh, 79 or 80 to 83 84. Yeah so this guy 81 to 86 Sure he was a goalie They're <laughs> um, all goalies on the list What's his initials? <laughs> AB AB I might need to put you out your misery on Andy, this one. Uh, Andy. If Andy. Andy Bruce. Andy Bruce. Oh, well done. Wow. And the last one, 89 to 91. So just about sneaks in here. He's, um. oh, where is this guy from? We're going back to just me being born. Is he, he's Israeli, I think, is he? Oh, Bonnie Ginsburg. Bonnie Ginsburg. Well done. Thank you, Hugh Evans and Gordon DL. That was a really busy show. Lots of calls, lots of tweets. And I'm sure lots of you listening quietly. So thank you very much. We will be back again tomorrow, building up to that big game in Europe for Rangers on Thursday. We're going to be joined by Cammy Bell and Marvin Bartley. So make sure you join us from six tomorrow. And Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>